Hi, this is MC Lobster, the creator and host of The Cashflow Ninja, and you're listening to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. Lots of Canadians and Americans are also moving to, let's say, for example, Riviera Maya, Los Cabos, Puerto Vallarta, San Miguel de Allende. And I'll say I actually focus in Riviera Maya, Los Cabos, and Puerto Vallarta because we have like world-class destination beaches. That's one of the things, no? So that's what most attracts basically Americans and Canadians to come here. And now a word from our sponsor, High Rise Capital. High Rise Capital is a boutique commercial real estate investment firm that helps high income professionals, high net worth individuals and family offices obtain above average returns with reduced volatility and tax efficiency from high quality commercial real estate investments. High Rise Capital helps clients achieve meaningful investment returns, generate multiple streams of income, and participate in investments that enhance lives and provide a tangible societal benefit. To learn more about High Rise Capital, please visit their website and download their free ebook, More Doors, More Profits, both of which you can find in the show notes. Thank you. Hey guys, hi grandma. This is Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next-level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, and today I'm joined by Paulina Almeida. She is the commercial director for Tau Mexico. She was born and raised in Mexico City in the Reforma area, went to Universidad Anahuac Norte, am I saying this right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> In Mexico City, she studied law and is currently trabajar, working on her Power NBA. This is really cool. I've never heard of a Power NBA before, so you can maybe even tell us about this in a little bit, but working on her Power NBA from a university in España, Spain. Yes. So that's really cool. And just really her whole background today, guys, you'll see why I'm so energized for this conversation. But I'll pause now. And, and Paulina, thank you for coming on the show. Do you have any opening okay. remarks for our listeners? Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Adam, for inviting me. I'm really excited because this is one of my first interviews. So I'm pretty excited to share what's coming up next. You'll see, guys. And yeah, following what you said about the Power MBA, actually, with all the new world that we're seeing is changing a little bit in terms of how people are starting. So it's actually an MBA that's online and it's amazing and how you don't have to be physically starting in a place or a university and you can actually learn and readapt into this new normal. Yeah. As you were saying that, I'm like, okay, I want to talk about this today. I want to talk about that today. But before we get to that, how could we forget? We have to give a big Thank you to our mutual friend, Fletcher Wheaton, who, yes. from what I can see, he's starting to work with you guys now too. So many cool things going on at Tao Mexico and really within the, the country itself right now. I guess let's give our listeners, because they've heard Fletcher's name on the show enough now, I think. Just give a little bit of a how you met Fletcher type of uh, story. Okay, well, I met Fletcher a couple months back. I haven't actually met him physically, but I've been talking to him and he actually will be representing us in a future project that we'll have in Los Cabos. This project is actually going to be like around 300 units. And Fletcher is actually the best man for the job because he has a lot of connections in terms with expats, knows the market, has been living in Los Cabos. So that's actually what we're looking for, a person that actually has the feeling of the area and can 
share these ideas to foreigners that are looking to come overseas and, and retire to Mexico. Retire or actually like invest here and just basically discover a new world that it's Mexico, no? So yeah. that's how I've been speaking to Fletcher and he has all the background that we're looking for. And I think he's a great asset to the future team that we, we're going to have in Dos Cabos. Awesome. And yeah, for, so for anyone listening right now that's not driving, which I think is the world of podcasting evolves and people have to commute less, I'm calling you to action right now. First, credit to Fletcher. Go check out his website. It's cabokey.com, C-A-B-O-K-E-Y.com. That's cabokey.com. And then also, as you listen along to Paulina and I today, don't forget to check out taomexico.com, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah, T-A-O Mexico. Is it proper in Spanish to say Mexico? Is that right? Yeah. Proper is actually Mexico. Okay. Because yes. <laughs> I wanted to say Mexico a few times today, <laughs> but I'm like, wait, is that actually right? No, I know poquito espanol. So, all right. So, yeah, anyways, guys, cabokey.com, taomexico.com. Check them both out as we, as we make our way through here today. All right, Paulina, it is time to step into the next level chamber. The topic of today's discussion is the great Mexican migration, why more and more North Americans are finding freedom south of the border. And, you know, I always love to repeat the title. I say it twice. So just to hammer it home, guys, one more time. Today's topic, the conversation is the great Mexican migration. Why more and more North Americans are finding freedom south of the border. I'm very intrigued by this topic because it's something I've definitely considered and continue to consider. And now we have an expert here on the lines. Grateful to have this being one of her. For, I'm sure like Paulina, you guys, what you're working on and just getting to know you, you're going to be on TV or whatever you want to call it a lot more here moving forward. So we're just grateful to have you here at the beginning. <laughs> but, you know, really just looking at this topic and I've heard conversations with you, Fletcher and other individuals, there's more Americans, Canadians, and I guess you could say foreigners, but for now, Canadians and Americans moving to Mexico than we've ever seen before. What would you say are like maybe just one or two of the main reasons why this trend is starting to happen? Well, this trend has been happening for, I will probably say like a decade. And we're seeing that more and more Americans and Canadians are coming down to Mexico. And there's a couple of reasons that I can give, you know. One, and I will say this one that it's actually my favorite, but one is the food is amazing. No? <laughs> Tequila and guacamole, you can't go wrong there, no? But no, like, literally, guys, like, going into, like, each point, it's because people are really welcoming. There's a lot of opportunity. Americans and Canadians are seeing that the cost of living in Mexico actually is, like, half of what they will be spending in their countries. So there's an opportunity there. Um, overall, our country has all the infrastructure. So it's a modern country. We have really recognized international airports. We have high internet speed. 3G and 4G department stores, such as, let's say, I, I'll name a, like ones that you guys know, like Walmart, Costco, Home Depot. Um, also, the reality is that the proximity of the U.S. and Canada, it's a bonus. So you can literally get a flight and let's say be, let's say Houston, Puerto Vallarta, which is the Pacific coast, you'll be actually here in less than three hours. So the proximity is one of the bonuses because you could travel back and forth if you have family in the States or Canada and you're moving to Mexico. It's really easy travel, no? Those are some of the main reasons. Also, one of the things is language, no? Mexicans, you'll get by with English. That's the truth. Even though, obviously, us as Mexicans, we do appreciate foreigners or Canadians or Americans. They're when we, uh, when we Spanish. tatar. 
Yes, yes, <laughs> that's it's a really nice gesture because you know you guys are becoming part of our culture too. So that's why people are so welcoming and friendly. So that's I think one of the main things we have a lot of culture and we love to host more and more people in our country. Lots of Canadians and Americans are also moving to, let's say, for example, Riviera Maya, Los Cabos, Puerto Vallarta, San Miguel de Allende. And I'll say I actually focus in Riviera Maya, Los Cabos and Puerto Vallarta because we have like world-class destination beaches. That's one of the things, no? So that's what most attracts basically Americans and Canadians to come here. And the reality is that Overall, the average price of property that you can get here, it's around $250,000 US dollars, and you'll get an amazing view um, depending where do you invest, but you can get an amazing ocean view, no? So that's more or less like you can get like a condo of two bedroom, two bathroom for $250,000 US dollars with a view, no? With a view of, let's say, the arcs at Los Cabos, no? So there's a lot of pointers that Canadians and Americans are looking at. And the reality is that one main thing is the quality of life. Like I have clients that always tell me, you know, my quality of life has improved by living in Mexico. And I think that's one of the main reasons, like people are happy, you know, are laid back and it's just literally having all organic, fresh, just like a laid back life. And I think that's one of the reasons why more and more uh, Americans and Canadians are moving to Mexico. Yeah, and I think Mexico is really helping open the mind and, and pave the way for North Americans to not only consider Mexico, but even other Central and South American countries that normally weren't one that's really hot right now. I'm sure you know, and maybe you even view them as a little bit of a competitor, but like Colombia, like everyone is yes. talking about Colombia right now. One that was recently put on my radar. Now, I think North Americans have been gravitating towards Costa Rica for some time, but I've heard Costa Rica is making a push now in a few other countries. And I think my biggest takeaway every single time, and I lived in Belize for two years. I don't know if I told you that even in Belize, there's this weird stigma. And I know I'm happy. Actually, I'm, I know you're, you're going to be like, oh yeah, of course. Like you've heard this one before, but like Central and South America is dangerous. Watch <laughs> out. Like something might happen to you now. Hey, like, I'm not here to tell you that like you can just walk around anywhere at 3 a.m. and be safe. But I know from my experiences, and I'm sure you, this is probably one of the main things you talk to clients about all the time. If, if not, let me know. But it's just like kind of erasing this fear that doesn't really need to exist in the first place, in my opinion. Because, hey, you know, you could go to downtown Toronto, go downtown New York City, Cleveland, like any, I don't know. I, I'm from Cleveland, so not that Cleveland's a big city like New York, but really anywhere in the world has its good and bad parts. And so like, what's one of the main messages, I guess, you share to your clients when being afraid of how safe it is comes up? Okay. And that's, I think, one of the main questions that we get asked, no? The reality is that Mexico for sure is safer than the news makes it seem. That's one of the things that we say, no? Obviously, anywhere in the world where you are at 3 a.m. and in a, let's say, like a dark alley, well, you're exposed, but the reality and being really transparent of what's happening is that I'm Mexican. I have always lived here my whole life and uh, I've always felt safe. And that's because I'm not uh, going out at 3 a.m. by myself as a woman. no. But the reality is that really crime is between cartels and the government. And that I can say openly. And that's one of the things that we tell clients, no? Usually, if you are in like public places, you'll be safe. And obviously, for Americans and Canadians, and the areas I told you that's good for them to invest because of different things, appreciation and other things. But the reality is that the government wants to protect 
that community because they know that they impact our economy. So I think that's one of the main reasons. And the reality is that if Mexico wasn't safe, then why are so many expats coming to live here? So every time when I I get this question asked, I have plenty of clients that I usually tell uh, a new client that says, hey, but is it safe? And usually what I like is I connect my actually current clients or owners for them to be talking with the new ones and they can express what they're feeling, how they feel like in in a daily basis. Because when you're in Mexico, you actually feel safe. And I think one of the bad things is that the news tend to like put Mexico in a red spot. But I feel safe, you know. So that's one of the things that I think once you experience the country, you'll find that you're going to feel safe here. And I highly recommend, I just realized we didn't give your hometown a plug. We talked about all the coastal cities and and seeing the ocean, which is great. But I mean, I know for me, even visiting Mexico City, I think I've been there at least twice, maybe three times now. When you you were saying how the, the airport is modern, I would honestly... LAX is not that nice of an airport either, in my opinion. I wouldn't put like <laughs> LAX and Mexico City's airport are pretty comparable. So like if you've never been there before, yeah. it, it's all right. <laughs> and, I, you know, I was impressed. I had a similar feel even when I was thinking to my time in Colombia. But like in Mexico City, you get out of the airport, you can catch a cab, but you can also get an Uber. You can just go about living your daily life as if you were in North America. I mean, you obviously yes. like there's a little bit of like a environment change. You're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm not in my home country anymore. But as far as functioning and finding somewhere with Wi-Fi and uh, getting to a nice area, like I stayed in Polanco when I was there, which everyone likes to say is like the Beverly Hills of, of Mexico City. Yes. It was very nice, and it was even more affordable than Be- Beverly Hills. So Mexico City is a good place to check out too, guys. <laughs> Yeah, Mexico City, like, it's like a city that is always active. I almost compare it with New York. And that's because the reality, you have amazing areas. And I I say expensive areas, which if you compare it to the States, to an expensive area like Soho, you'll find it half the price for amazing quality, amazing restaurants, shops. Like, it's really incredible. So, and that's one of the points that I was telling, you know, there's also some clients when they ask me about Mexico, we have the infrastructure that any city of the world has. So when talking about Mexico City, that's why I left. I am a city girl, but really I like to live in a place where it's more laid back. And Mexico City, it's like boom, 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 like New York style. So that's also a place to check. If you guys are coming to Mexico, definitely check Mexico City, Polanco, Santa Fe, like it's amazing. The place is incredible, no? And that will give you like a perspective or a, a city that's actually moving really active, no? I think one really powerful thing that you said that stands out to me, you've had some clients that say that their quality of life has improved by going to Mexico. I think some foreigners could think, okay, you know, I'm giving up this maybe nice standard of living to go be somewhere warm and more affordable, but also you might get, maybe you move to Mexico, you get faster Wi-Fi, you get better healthcare, you get, I I don't know, there could be so many things beyond what I think we assume. And actually, I kind of want to go back to the one I just said, which is healthcare, maybe education, especially talking to Fletcher. I know he's talking about, this is is awesome. My son is growing up fully bilingual because of the quality of school. He can transfer into a North American university if at any point or, or school system at any point, if he wants to, because of the way the education is structured. And then you know, Mexican healthcare. I remember even when I lived in Belize, like that was the thing. Like if you needed good healthcare or some type of service, you just go north of the border and it's way cheaper 
or more affordable, I should say, than other yeah. parts of North America. And it's great. Like literally medical care is excellent. Like doctors, like for example, I have a lot of clients that actually come to Mexico to do like procedures, like dental procedures. And you'll find it that it's really not that expensive as in the States. And the doctors are amazing. So there's also like in Mexico, when, for example, you have let's say a situation, I don't know, a specific situation happening, you'll go with that specific doctor and they will prescribe you medicines. But it's not like a general doctor. So that's the difference. And Mexico City, Guadalajara, we have the best doctors and for literally less of what is in the States for sure. So that's why a lot of clients come here. Yeah. And that's, that's funny you mentioned that. That's the other thing that I've heard is like even individuals Guys, keep this in mind. And it sounds like if you need a reference, you can reach out to Paulina or I. Uh, yeah. But if you need any type of medical procedure and you're looking to probably save a little bit of money, at least consider, if you can, going to Mexico to get it done. Because it's, I mean, it's state-of-the-art equipment, processes, and procedures as well. It's not probably what you saw on, on TV or something like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely it's not. <laughs> Let's talk about maybe just some recent stories, some clients that you've had either move recently, um, what their experience has been like. And then also curious to hear what projects you're excited about. So I know that was two questions in one. Let's just talk about like some recent, well, it could be any kind of story. It could be a story where maybe something went wrong, but just what comes to mind for you as far as who you've been working with lately and, and what's come out of it. Yeah. So one of the things that I recommend clients, and this is something, let's say when they, they go to Riviera Maya, no? and uh, usually I always tell them, you know, um, when they ask you and when taxi drivers ask you or let's say uh, hotels ask you that this is your first time, say no. Say that you already know the country, talk a little like wording in terms like, hola, como estas? Or, you know, so that you feel familiar because one of the things that it happens, it's sometimes they overcharge you, you know? And this is something that happens and this is what we recommend to the clients also is that they need to get a feeling that it's not only because they are coming from another country that they're going to be overcharged. No? They're going to charge them more because they don't know the pricings. So that's what we recommend to the clients also. No? That's one of the things that we always recommend them when they're coming down. I think our clients appreciate that we tell them that reality, that pros and, and not that good of the, the things. But that's one thing. No, And clients, I have a lot of stories of clients going into the Cancun airport and then grabbing a taxi and they tell them, no, well, it's, I don't know, let's say hundred dollars. No. And they're like, no, you're charging me more. No. And the taxi knows it. So it's like, this sometimes happens and more in Riviera Maya, that's the reality, but there's certain recommendations that we give to the clients for sure. Um, in terms of like, let's say, for example, another thing that's important, it's the, um, the flexibility on visas. No. That's also one of the things you, ha you can have like an investment visa, you can have like a retirement visa here. So there's flexibility on that. And that's most of the time, some of the questions that clients ask us. No? I think um, that's, if I could just stop you, that actually, that's really important to know because I wasn't aware of that. So the retirement visa, does it have to do with an amount of money that you invest in Mexico or... Yes. So it's, well, actually it's like vinculated with the amount of money that you put down as an investment. And then you could get like, there's like two visas. So it's like a temporary visa. And then depending on how many years it passed, then it's permanent visa. So that's depending on how many years you've been living here. And each year you'd get to renovate it. So basically that's flexibility and the government, the Mexican government is flexible because what they want is more foreigners to live in Mexico, no? 
Mm-hmm. So they're giving this flexibility. So that's why we call it like, uh, let's say like a retirement visa, but it's because you're investing, no? Does it have um, to be a certain dollar amount invested? There is, there is, and it depends on per region. Like for example, San Miguel de Allende, don't, don't take it uh, as strict, but it, I think it's almost like 300,000 US. Okay. But that's to be seen, no? Because it usually changes, like migration changes like constantly, no? That's, that is common, I think, with other, I know some countries in the Caribbean, and I think also Central and South America, it's like a 200,000, 250,000 yeah. investment is a, the right step towards either getting a visa or a passport, something along those lines. Yes. So, good to know. I didn't know Mexico uh, had, had a similar yes. law in place. Yes. So that's one of the things. And then the other question that you told me about the projects which are new or are happening. Um, you got a lot. Yeah, we got a lot, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus in two. Okay. So we have one that we're actually, we have like possibly like two years planning. I mean, that's in Los Cabos. That project is going to be like 300 units, condos, and they're going to be uh, starting at 250 up to 350,000 US, and they will definitely have ocean views. So that's one of the projects that for me, it's, it's a dream. And I hopefully, hopefully we will launch this project in 2021. We're still negotiating with the government and everything. And with the COVID situation, everything has been delayed a bit. But we want to give that feeling of Mexican feeling and the area like open spaces where you actually get to experience and get to be in a place where everything is outside. You know? So like an infinity pool, like a bar where you can literally be in the exterior no so that's one of them of the projects that i'm really excited and and then the second project that we're planning it's actually in the pacific coast in puerto vallarta and that's a also a project that we're going to have 51 condos and they're going to be ranging also starting from more or less 230,000 us up to 400,000 and they also have ocean incredible ocean views, like 360, let's say, for example, 180 view to the ocean and then another 180 towards the mountain because in Puerto Vallarta, you have the mountain and the ocean. So that's a really good uh, combination. And the main point that I tell our clients is that with only 50% down of the, the total value of the, the total purchase price of the property, the developer actually grants you financing for the second 50%. So literally you're leveraging your money, you're getting possession of a unit and you're going to be able to rent it out to pay out the monthly mm-hmm. monthly payments, no? And I, so the, the financing. I could be wrong, but that's, yeah. that's a little bit, that's new. I, I think normally it would have to be an all cash purchase in the past. Now there's financing available. Yes, there is financing available and we only give this to actually uh, Americans and Canadians. So this benefit, it's for only them, no? That's a reality. For Mexicans, we don't do that. They have to actually pay the 100% of the unit before we give them possession. Yeah, wow. Okay, good to know. And so real quick, you said the first project was the one in Cabo. Yes. Yeah, okay. So yeah, guys, keep your eyes peeled for that one. I don't know exactly what we have in store, but I'm sure some type of coverage (laughs) from Dream Chasers or or anything next level is going to be coming your way. All right, Paulina. Well, that's that's all the time we have for today. Before we get out of here, there's one person in the world that you could give a shout out to that you've never given a shout out to before. Who would that be? Okay, well, I'm going to give a magical shout out to my future son. He will be born in May. 
of next year. So, and you know, this is new and I'm really excited. So this shout out is for him. Hopefully in the near future, you will see me in this interview with Adam and that's it. There we go. Now I'm just going to throw this. Have you guys thought of a name yet? Yes. Okay. His name is going to be Matias Farel. Ah, Matias Farel. Matias, um, let's see. Hopefully, hopefully when you're, you're seven, eight, nine, ten, you get to watch this interview and know that we were thinking about you, buddy, in advance. Um, cool. Well, that's the first time we've had a shout out like that on the show, Paulina. So gracias. That, that was good. <laughs> no, that's good. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. All right. And actually, you know what? Before I forget, guys, what are, Paulina, what is the best way for anyone listening to follow up and get in touch with you? If you could give out just one single way to get in touch with you, what would that be? Okay. So if you want to get in touch with me, just literally write me a direct email. I always respond. And my email is paulina at taomexico.com. So I'll repeat it. It's paulina at taomexico.com. There it is, guys. And in the meantime, don't forget, go check out taomexico.com. Go check out our buddy Fletcher's website, cabokey.com. That's all the time we have for today. Paulina, one more time, thank you so much for investing your time with us here today on Dream Chasers. Thank you, Adam. And thank you all who were listening. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. All right. Everyone, thank Bye. you, as we mentioned, for tuning in to Dream Chasers Interviews with the Future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level. Thank you once again for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please drop a five-star rating and a review below. Take a screenshot of it and send it over to nextlevel at carswell.io. We have a present for you. We really appreciate you guys leaving those reviews because it really helps with the overall SEO and visibility of the show. It allows us to continue to bring on high-quality guests. So once again, thank you, and remember, take it to the next level.